0: Dragons going. It's time. That's the name of the song. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's how I feel. It is definitely time to begin. Uh the plan to start off this episode is hopefully talking about relationships, past, present, and future goals. So like I've mentioned before, I am right now separated from my husband. It's been six years we were together. Uh, just time to go we're not on the same page hell we're just not even in the same book <laughs> and that's all i have to say about that meanwhile i've got him on plenty of fish and Tinder. i myself was also up there but i had to get off Tinder is a dumpster fire i did not listen to my girl who told me i wanted to see for myself <laughs> It's all about the hookup, and sorry, no thanks. I mean, you hear it, you gotta experience it to believe it. And then I'm getting on plenty of fish, and I swear to God, I'm getting messages before I was even done making my profile. <sighs> and then these guys say the most redonkulous stuff. I mean, the douchebaggery that instead is... It would be funny if it wasn't, like, you know, really what they expect somebody to respond to. Which means somebody else has, like, lowered standards so low where that bull crap actually got through. So, no thanks. I got off both sides. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I mean, this one guy, he keeps, he just called me. That's why I'm doing this. I'm not going to say his name. He lives uh, in a town like our hour away. That's the same city where my ex-husband actually lives and works. So, <laughs> I was supposed to have met him there. You know, and the ex knew. Like, we were both out in the dating scene trying to do some stuff. But it just felt grimy to have another guy pick me up from his place, take me to wherever and come home. And I was like, nah, that's so whack. I just ain't that kind of girl. And, um... Plus the guy, he's so like, how do you know you're gonna get the buns right away? Because duh, you met me on Tinder, and that's the stupid brain I had to like, you know, work with. So I was like, okay, get off of this, and I let him know, nah, I'm not into the hookup. Sorry, that's okay. And then he called me about a month or so later, around Christmas this past week. I wanted to know what I was doing through a text messenger. Or whatever I think he texted me and I'm like I'm chilling with my family or eating something good cooking oh well I'm driving through your town let me come over and get a kiss I was like um no <laughs> what the hell don't think so and besides I'm busy rocking and rolling with my family I don't think you coming by is a good thing and then you sound so butthurt and said some like snippety crap, and I was like, oh, whatever. He was like, well, it sounds like a boring time. And I'm like, well, if hanging out with your family is boring, then yeah, whatever. You're crazy. You must be jealous. And ain't said nothing else to him. Cut to today, New Year's Day. January 1st, 2019. Yay! He sends me a freaking phone call right after I finished posting my other podcast. Uh, episode that I just did and I'm like well I'm busy but let's answer the phone anyways hey I once again I'm driving through and I want to come get my first kiss of the year and let it be you like I'm winning a freaking prize that I didn't even (laughs) put my name in for but maybe I did I don't know so I'm like nah man I'm stank I haven't showered I finished working out I'm seriously stankin and sweaty right now and I had to record this while I was still fresh and like in my mind and then after this I will go get all nice and fresh but not for that motherfucker not at all so basically he's like well you've been so unreliable Cause I told him no I'm like like how well first I try to give him a chance I was like how far away are you how much time do I have to get dressed and he's like oh I'm like 10 minutes out 10 minutes ladies we all know we need way more than 10 minutes to get ready for a meeting with somebody let alone do i even want you coming to my house i don't know you like that but i'm like um what happened to me telling you give me like a day ahead so i can like schedule stuff around you blah 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 no common courtesy just so selfish and uh he was like well that's okay i just want to come by anyways you know you can get ready while i sit there play with your dog it's like, I don't know you. You're not coming to my house. You might steal all my equipment I got out here. You know? And he's like, well, if you're worried about that, I can get in the shower with you. Ah, Lord Jesus, somebody help this man. I was like, no. That's okay. Um, who was to say? And I told him, like, maybe it's my fault for meeting me with you in the first place on Tinder. I don't want to try to lead you on. I feel like I need to be wooed and this ain't it um also like a lot of my guy friends once they found out oh i'm back on the market single they have turned from oh i like to chill with you that were cool to i want to get with you be your next man let's get it popping constant flirtation i can't just chill out like used to and this is like people i know in real life people i know on xbox it's like oh what happened is just hanging out having some laughs and then going about my business and then i realized no i don't want a man i don't need a boyfriend right now i have my own projects i want to do i want to you know push for myself i told this guy all of that he got a little salty like well you've been running reliable and blah, 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 blah. i was like yeah you are so right you run with that and you know sorry bye take care Didn't have to get bitchy back at him. She knew none of that. Didn't have to tell him the obvious. If a girl's not into you, she's definitely not, you know, calling you. If I don't if I wanted to talk to you, wanted to see you, I would have seen you by now. I don't call you, I don't text you, I'm not interested. I think life has reversed. Remember, ladies, when we used to be told well, don't look for a guy to call you in three days, and you damn sure better not call him. You know, I think it's all gone in reverse. Guys are needy now. Oh, I hate to use bitch ass niggas. <laughs> Excuse me. But I swear that's what they all are. Every race, you know, I don't discriminate on that word. If you don't like it, like I said, you don't have to listen. But yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. What happened to the manly men? And what happened to chivalry? Whooping, courting. But, you know, I know what happened. Women lowered their standards. They don't demand this, which I understand. I'm quite liberated, you know, yay for the movement. If you want to just get out here and bang, you bang. Or you just want to, you know, do you. I'm not frightened, but it's like, at least Elizabeth Taylor, you know, she had men on lock married several times these guys had something to offer and that's what I mean these men are so nothing they like such bums they have no jobs or they're not trying to get a job several kids baby mamas they expect the woman to like take care of them and women do And I'm all for the boss, you know, bitches, you know, who want to take care of their men. But he better, like, you know, clean the house, do something, break your back every time you ask for it. shouldn't even be asking for it. You should just be getting it. I, I don't know what I want, but I know for sure I'm going to take my time and find out. Because, you know, I'm tired of being someone's mother, agent, manager, maid, cook. Therapist, doctor, teacher, preacher—list oh, goes on and on and on and on. I could do all that if I was getting it back. Yes, I understand health situations coming to fruition. You know, you know, I'm a survivor of ovarian cancer. Can't stand talking about it anymore because I think I've run it to death. It's been ten years ago, but the after effects from chemo are an everyday real like situation for me the post chemo uh trauma that my body got is still affecting me to this day and that pisses me off you know you have moments where you're fine and then you have those relapses I mean it's been so bad I couldn't walk and talk for months I was damn near dead and then it's like okay you're having a good day then you're having some bad days and those bad days turn into bad years and the stress can trigger it as well, so uh, he did. He had to put up with a lot, but at the same time he got a lot out of me and wore me down. And so of course I was completely broken down, and then it didn't seem like it was us fighting for things together and us against the world, you know, kind of like in the Fockers, where Robert De Niro's character was like, you know, this is the nucleus, the center, us versus them, the inner circle. And I was constantly in that mode and I realized, oh no, he's not here with me. So you can't be in that inner circle, us versus them, when it's constantly me versus you. And that's what ended that. So I am able to focus on myself, which has really turned out for the better. I got my health situation stabilized. I'm doing well. Um getting things done for me. I'm going to focus on the talent that I try to work with and manage. I just need to find new talent. I'm not going to lie. That's something that should have broken off a long time ago. These people get run behind the, <laughs> these significant others and forget all their own hopes and dreams. And I don't have time for it. I can't root for you harder than you root for yourself. I can't cheer for you stronger than you're cheering for yourself. How can I be more happy and enthusiastic than you are. So, I give you advice, go, enjoy yourself, but I'm going to push like I would for others. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to push myself and get something done. I'm bored. It's so boring. Staying at home, it's so, 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 so boring. There's no way in hell I'm going back to a nine to five as much as I would have liked to, but when I was used to like running businesses and then I got a taste of working for myself with my aunt before she died, that was great. Plus, I'm never feeling great all the time every day, you know, so I don't know how I could. And then I realized when you're smarter than your boss, you might as well be the boss, okay? Why make them money? Why don't you make it for myself? So that's the goal, that's the plan, and that is what's being executed as we speak. I wanted to talk on relationships a little bit after that phone call with him and just try to understand what I want and what I expect and then how to project that and then jump out here because it's nice to have companionship. It's nice to, you know, feel sexy, flirt and all that good stuff. Um, you know, I'm Southern, like they said on Golden Girls, you know, it's just, I'm Southern, flirtation is like a handshake, (laughs) it gives you a good discount, you get a good deal, and it's just fun to do, I hate to say, it's just nice, you feel good about yourself, you make somebody else feel good about themselves, and then you go on about your merry way, (laughs) making no commitments, um... And then I also had to realize I'm pretty freaking dope. Guys are going to love me because I think like a dude, uh, but I'm not a dude. You know, I can have that fun and we laugh about crazy things. And then I have my little girly moments because I love to run my mouth and, you know, what's the tea? Tell me what the gossip is. And then, you know, we have the emotional moments of advice. Um, but I just want to make sure I get it back in return, you know. Who do I have to talk to and lean on for advice like myself? I wish I knew me. I wish I had me in my corner. I've got my mama who will always kick ass for me. I love her to death. But when I want to talk, she honestly don't want to hear it. She'll like, oh, let's talk about this later. Uh, and, and later comes and she still do not want to talk about it. Not even stuff for herself. So, I'm like, geez. I did have a therapist at one point. He helped me with a lot of post-traumatic stress after, you know, all these health issues, and um, I was sexually assaulted at 24, so they helped me get through that and learn how to cope. And, I, I mean, he was awesome. It wasn't, it was like, and as somebody who comes from a mental health career, I kind of understand that side of the therapy and stuff like that, but I couldn't find myself a good therapist at first. They were just kind of warped one lady I met she was pretty cool but I wasn't in need of the therapy but after some other situations I was like oh yeah I can use help especially after the rape so um he came into my life at the right moment he was amazing I went to him for about two years or so yeah two years and he was like this 60 year old white man who (laughs) was amazing I like could have loved him in a past life he felt the same way (laughs) He like said to my mother once when she dropped me off and um, she was like, I tell you, we're just cellmates, but he's married, of course, and I'm younger. And this is before I was married, but now, nah, nothing ever inappropriate happened, not at all. But it's just kindred spirits. Once we talked through some of the trauma and stuff, the rest of my visits were really just to go talk to somebody who was intellectual, smart, fun. That was in itself therapy. I mean, to talk about, you know, such high subjects that I don't really have anyone else to talk to about. Not then, anyway. a couple of friends I know who can, you know, go deep about these things, you know, with me nowadays. But back then, (laughs) no one I could talk philosophical things about or, you know, biology and anthropology topics, you know, the human condition. I didn't have anyone to discuss these things with he definitely filled that void i i needed that he was amazing and he also helped me with what i was going through chemo brain so the chemo brain was like a memory loss short-term memory loss that was absurd i couldn't tell you what i ate what i just did like three minutes ago it was ridiculous and it took like five good years to heal from that um But he helped me learn how to get my memory by rewinding. Like, I I equate it to rewinding a VCR tape. Kind of go back, what did I just do? And what did I do before that? And that was my steps to trying to trigger my memory. And, oh, it worked. And then getting married, like, put all that in the (laughs) overgear. Overdrive, rather. Like, I had to get my memory straight because (laughs) these men will lie about nothing and you have to keep the story straight because they try it oh he tried it and then also like household responsibilities budgeting blah 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 you gotta keep that down and if he ain't gonna do it somebody had to do it so that helped with that um but I, i i'm still not i don't know A part of me wants to find love, find somebody who I'm comfortable hanging out with in that kind of relationship type of way, Um, but then a part of me is like, ooh, I'm free, just enjoy the quiet, just enjoy being by yourself. I'm the kind of person who does like to be alone. I have no problem with it. It took me a long time before I even had a serious relationship. And um, I was very independent. And I was quite independent before. Which I don't know if that hurt the fact that I wasn't a needy person. Yeah, I needed help when the physical and the health situations was, you know, going on. But when it comes to other stuff, no. Quite strong. But I try to let him lead lord knows i wish he would have led more uh especially when there was a time where i needed the break i was like here's a planner everything is you know set dates when bills need to be paid this is how much needs to be paid all you gotta do is do it he was like nah i don't want to do it i'm not good at that well like well how the hell did you take care of yourself before so if i can't get nothing back when i needed it if I can't lean on you, what are you? What are you there for? I can get nurses. I can get physical therapists, which I did, and they helped me get back to you know where I need to be, walking and moving, and well, walking better. <laughs> we're still working on that, but it's just like, what were? What were you there for? I don't know. And Then I it was feels like I was getting sicker with the stress of him, so we did much better living apart you know you anticipate actually seeing the person and you can have some good times no longer just fussing and fighting and all that and i think that helped us be friendlier and keep friendship thankfully um but yeah romantic wise i'm just not into it right now and so I was like, it's not fair. You can go find somebody. You can go do all these things you want to do with. And I'm going to go my way. Find somebody to do things I want to do with. That's that. I wonder what uh, it's like to be in a polyamorous relationship. You know, you see people with, like, sister wives or... You know, a female with two guys. I think there's something to that. I don't think it's for everybody and it still might be taboo to some people, but I swear there are times where I'm like, wow, I could go for a couple sister wives in this house. (laughs) Go talk to that bitch. (laughs) Leave me alone for a little while. Or she could, you know, pick up the slack I'm not doing for you. Fulfill some void that I've left and I'm not, you know doing everything you need me to do to help you strive, you know, backup wives. God, I, I damn sure wish I had some backup husbands. I was like, man, you need a brother husband up in here for me. Help fulfill some needs. So I really see why people live in a polyamory relationship, you know. I could so go for that. I just know if you're going to have multiple women, though, I'm damn sure going to have multiple men because, well, at least one other, because if I can't see you for, like, a couple days or so, or even a couple weeks at a time, <laughs> you best believe I'm going to have somebody else. But then, you know, here comes STDs and who's the baby daddy and all that weirdness that could be involved with it. So, I know it gets complicated, but I see the benefit. I definitely see the benefit of having such a relationship. Um, And I would like to hear from some people that actually are involved in such a situation and hear their sides up and down. Remember, you can be anonymous. You don't have to use your real name. So, you can just let loose. Hit me up on Twitter at Saselea, S-A-S-L-A-Y, or Instagram, Saselea underscore or under slash, crystal, and leave a message, comment, tell me what you think, and let's see, you know what we could come up with. I could totally put you on as a guest spot here. We could record an episode together and share some knowledge with the world. They have so many questions, and I just, I definitely want to hear more about that. So that's what I was pondering and uh thanks to he sh- who shall not be named the guy i'm not interested in for giving me a phone call and making me go on and just you know lay out some musings about the whole situation but yeah i'm not interested and when a woman is interested she definitely will let you know duh <laughs> duh 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 Alright, I gotta get on with it. I gotta get some things done. Mosey on out of here. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.